And I'm Daniel. And we are Two Guys, a Pizza, and a Podcast. And if you love pizza, and you love podcasts, then you're going to love us. speaking welcome back to another episode of two guys a pizza and a podcast hope you guys are doing well hey guys this is daniel here yes and we are so excited for you to join another episode of of pizza review and just kind of just talk of whatever's on our mind especially from a christian perspective because we are just two average christian guys to say the least um and i i I know actually i'm gonna i'm gonna clarify this right now I have always said, to say the least, that is like, I think it's like my trademark <laughs> you phrase. You need to like submit an approval for trademark for that. I, I do. So that'll be my phrase. We need to get you a catchphrase. Like, Maybe we just need to change your name to Ben, to say the least. To say boy. the least. To say the least, boy. <laughs> oh, that's a great idea. Um, I'm sure I have one. If I go back and listen to these, I'm sure I have one. That's, I mean, exactly. We got to find it. We have to find yeah. out what it is now. Uh, but we are so glad that you guys are joining us. Uh, and today is... Uh, we're going to be reviewing Mod Pizza. Mod Pizza. Yep. Um, which we talked about them, I think, a few weeks ago. When two, we did Pi 5, yeah. Yeah, when we did yep. Pi 5 uh, a couple weeks, couple not a couple weeks ago. I want to say a couple weeks ago, but about a month ago. So You know, it's kind of weird. I, I just thought this. After eating this tonight, I kind of felt like we should have done those on the same night. Because they're mm. kind of like rivals. Yes, yeah, oh, definitely. I mean, they're direct I mean, they're, they're literally like direct, yeah. direct competitors. Same concept, everything. But... And I almost got Ben to try pineapple pizza. I came, I came very close, but <laughs> something we discussed, and I think we just brought it up in the last podcast, is you even said if you don't like pineapple, I don't think you'll like yeah. pineapple pizza. Yeah. And I just stared at that that piece of pineapple, and I was just like, <laughs> I don't like pineapple. I just don't. I just don't. I can't do it. And uh, I did not give him, uh, or I did not. Uh, eat the slice so which you're more welcome to obviously my slice uh, of of pizza but (laughs) yes we did mod pizza which just as a refresher for those that don't know how pie five or mod pizza works essentially you walk in they have essentially you pick your crust you pick your sauce it's kind of like subway of pizzas the best way to describe it um they have all these toppings usually they're unlimited toppings yeah i believe so yeah you don't have to pay per topping um and then they bake the pizza right there yeah uh, bunch of different sauces, bunch of different cheeses. Very much so. Yeah. So let's start off. What's your thoughts on mod? You know, I liked it. So okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about it by itself, and then I'll compare it to Pie Five. That's fair. I think it's very fair. So crust, uh, it's, it's crunchy and chewy. Like the outer layer, definitely crispy. I like that. I like the sauce. Uh, I, th- I thought the portion size is good. Porsche size is actually a little bit bigger than Pi 5, but we'll get to that in a second. Um, and I really like the toppings. You can tell they're fresh. You can tell the cheese is fresh. So, like, if you're on the go or you're like, hey, I need to pick something up on my way home from work, it's a great choice for, for pizza. If you're in the mood for pizza, I think it was 9 bucks or something like that for an individual pizza. Okay. So it's not, like, terribly expensive. When I compare it to Pi 5, though... I like Pie 5's crust a lot better because it's like just chewy and I like a chewy crust. Mm-hmm. But you can get thin if you want. You can get like the deep dish if you want to. And then it's the uh, 
What's the what's the the seasoning again? The magic dust. Oh, the magic the the. Uh, oh, it's not magic dust because that's. We, oh we yeah, that's right. the, yeah. We, what, what is it again? <laughs> we, well, anyway, they have some magical seasoning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot what it's called, but uh, Pie Five that they'll sprinkle yeah. on either during or after the process, and it's basically like garlic parmesan. Oh yeah, um, red peppers. I think is yes. in a crushed red pepper. But that's a total game changer for me. Oh, yeah. I mean, it ups the pizza. So. If I'm if I'm gonna choose right, you know, gun to my head, I, I'm gonna go with Pie Five. Okay. Not a knock on mod though. It's good. Sure. Yeah. You know, so I, I I'm gonna probably fall in the same camp as Daniel here for a lot of similar reviews. If um, mod pizza, I, I think their ingredients are great. Um, I don't think they do anything wrong mm. in that regard. Uh, I know tonight we so my pizza was. Kind of more meatier. I think the only difference was you had pineapple on yours, and yeah, compared yeah. to mine. Um, and I do know. I think Mod Pizza actually has a more wood-fired mm-hmm. brick oven compared so too, to yeah. uh, to Pie Five. Um, and so the ingredients are good, and everything tastes great. And you, there's a couple sauce. Uh, we did think that Pie Five probably, I think, actually has more options. Yeah. Something, um, but Mod Pizza is still a great pizza to buy. I do think you get more pizza than I think Pie Five's worth. I think so too. Uh, yeah. I think they're about the same price, and I think Mod Pizza actually, based on circumference, I think it actually wins out. Yeah. In, in that regard, um, but there's just nothing. I would say a wow factor that if, no. I, if, if I'm going to take a pizza, I still love it. I still love the pizza. I yeah. would still go there. Um, it, you know, if the the location's convenient, things of that nature. Um, if it's quick and I want something to go, I'm going to go to Mod Pizza. I just don't know if I if there's ever a moment where I'm gonna be like, truly, yes, I want mod pizza or truly, Agreed. yeah. And I kind of feel like mod though is popping up everywhere. Oh, it, it absolutely is. They they've made a great campaign oh, strategy yeah. of just like popping up like crazy, and they yeah. do big events. Uh, I know we brought it up in the last podcast. I was at one of the grand openings. Um, it was a cool event for the most part. Um, was that in Prosper? Uh, no. So that was back. Uh, in the McKinney location, they had opened up oh, McKinney okay. Okay. off Custer, roughly, and so they had just opened up. And I went there, and they they brought in. I remember they brought in like a school band to play, oh, wow. and they um, went all out then. Yeah, it was like they had a band to play, and I was waiting. I was like second or third in line. I was very happy because it was gonna be like free pizza. Oh, nice! And I had never tried them before. And then they let the band go before us, and I was like, oh. "Are you serious? <laughs> like, what? What is this? This is this is crazy." Um, but it was still good pizza. I just. I don't know. There's not something I will ever. Yeah. I don't know. I, I can't describe it. Uh, I will say, it is great if you have like kind of I would say like adults or teenagers with you, mm-hmm. and you everyone wants their own little pizza. Yeah. This is this is great. It's not little. It's it's probably what. Yeah, it's good. It's like eleven inches. Or eleven inches. Like yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So everyone gets their pizza of their choice. Yeah. Um. So no one has to share anything. But yeah, I just I don't know. It's a great pizza. I I there's just I can't recommended any further i guess you know it's weird it's like whenever i see these kinds like a mod or a or a pie five i know blaze is, is in this same genre too there's probably a couple other ones that i'm not thinking of but i'm always like i wonder how much it costs to start a franchise because it's a great model mm. you know it follows the subway it follows the chipotle it's like whoever thought of this the drive through pizza is that what you want to call it? i mean sure it, it's it's amazing no no you got i think that's i think you're spot on i think that's if you can if you can afford the capital to get the yeah, franchise license, right? Like, I bet it's so easy just to have all these locations pop yep. up, um, and they're very quick and easy. I think 
The only reason I might cho- choose mod over pie five, and I think, or vice versa, is if there's just one particular ingredient that yeah. I really like, like if they do Alfredo sauce better, mm. or I like the mm. crust. Yeah. Um, it plays a big part. Yeah. I know mod does, they have what's called like a double crust. And I didn't yeah. have it try it tonight, but I've tried it in the past. And I actually prefer their double crust. Oh, really? Okay. Um, I didn't want to do it tonight because I just wanted to kind of be normal. Yeah, yeah. Um, Keep it an even playing field. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And so I didn't I didn't do the double crust, but I could see if I was in the mood more for that, Yeah. I would prefer mod pizza over pie five. But if, you know, if you like their garlic parmesan at pie five more, you know, the, sure. whatever the magic dust or whatever it might yeah. be, yeah. that would be... It'd be those. It'd be literally the ingredients, whatever yeah, individual little, ingredient. Little, yeah, little 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 changes. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. I'll have to try that though next time. And, and again, like, would I go back? Absolutely. Yeah. Sure. It's not one of those where I'm like, nope, never going yeah. back. No, I definitely yeah. would. I don't. I don't think there's. We've ever had a pizza place that we've ever just been like, nope, I'm not going back. No. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, what's interesting is I hope maybe for our last episode of the season, we've been having talked about this. Uh, maybe we do a final kind of like. Let's kind of do like maybe a rank. Oh, just like oh, a top like of the head that. rank. Yeah. Just like everything we've ever done um, so far and just kind of say, hey, what's. Oh, gosh. Okay. You know, or maybe we say top five, bottom five. I don't know. We've, yeah, ate, we've done about 13. Yeah, we've done a lot. Yeah. Done 13 pizzas. We've done more because we had that one episode that had like five. I know. Five right? locations. Yeah. So. I, I mean, already my mind would go to Connie Rosso as number one there you go <laughs> it would just already would he's like already pre-predicting absolutely yeah I mean you know that's weird I, maybe we need to talk about this a little offline but when we think about next week or, or a couple weeks from now like I'm still just seeing Gallo Nero everywhere in Frisco of mm. a place to try so like maybe that's where yeah. our yeah. our finale needs to be we we got them I think Godfather Pizza is another one. Oh yeah that's, 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 you know, that's a Near and dear to my heart, and, and for I, sure. And it's right, and it's about to open. I know there's one right here uh, off where I'm kind of living. Yeah, yeah. And we pass by it, so I'm like, maybe, maybe that's as soon as it opens, one. we're gonna we're gonna go try it, or maybe yeah. they'll end up waiting till next year, and then we'll just have to. Oh, that'd be that'd be brutal. So, but no, uh, mod pizza definitely good pizza. Um, definitely worth worth the price. Give it a try. Let yeah. us know. Maybe you really like it. Maybe you think it's way better than Pie Five. Uh, but let us know in the comments. Yeah. Uh, subscribe. Let us know all of that. But I don't know. I don't know if there's anything else I can talk about mod pizza wise. I do say I like their design. I think better than I do too. Yeah, Pi Five. design's great. I mean, they have an like an awesome lunch special too. I'm pretty sure it's like five ninety nine for oh, an really? eleven inch and oh, a that's drink. That's not bad at all. I mean, six bucks for that. Oh sure. yeah, yeah. No brainer. Huh. No brainer. Yeah. So so Daniel, I know talking about pizza. Um, I know. Last night, when I think about pizza, I always think about uh, when I come home, I, when I eat pizza typically, I'm usually watching something, enjoying sure. something. And I know last night, for us, the Oscars were on. Not that we watched the Oscars. I don't know about you. I didn't watch the Oscars. Nope. Okay, yeah. Um, didn't even know they were on, to be honest with you. <laughs> well, apparently they had the lowest turnout uh, vote of like... Did they really? Yeah, no one watched them, oh. apparently. I wouldn't even be able to tell you what was nominated. Yeah. I mean, that's bad. Well, when they said who, like what won or what the... Cat- I did check the categories, and, and I'm like... I haven't seen any of these movies. Like, just none what of them. What a hard year for the Oscars. Well, they did... This was interesting. They did open it up finally to... Because a lot of them streamed. Okay. They said that okay. streaming movies would be now applicable. Oh, wow. So Netflix, I think, had the most of any of all the categories. Like Makes sense. Because, obviously, Netflix just yeah. dominates in a yeah. lot of ways. And so... Now, Netflix didn't win, like... 
I don't think any individual person won from a Netflix movie. Okay. But they won. I did think they did win quite a few awards from what I read on the news today. So that was interesting. But I know everyone's been kind of moving to the streaming platform. Mm. There's just lots of good shows. And so mm. for me, when I come home, I always love to – I'll eat my food. I love to watch a good show. Absolutely. Yeah. And something that uh, we've started been doing recently um, and just kind of ca- caught up this past weekend was – a show called The Chosen, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I know you are a big fan of. Huge fan, yeah. Um, and so you've been, I know you've been asking me for months, like, hey, you're going to watch it, you're going to yeah. watch it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like on that list, I don't know anyone else has this, but this list of just, okay, I'll get around to it eventually. Yeah. And finally, starting to watch some episodes. So yeah. for, for our viewers out there, what is The Chosen? So that Yeah. Um, okay, so, and, and I stumbled onto this. So... I, my, my job in the past before COVID, I was on the road quite a bit and I saw just a Facebook advertisement for a show called the chosen. Basically what the chosen is, is it's the first mini series about Jesus life. And, um, it's on a, uh, it, well, first of all, you had, it started out as an app. So you had to, it was just called the chosen app and that's how you could watch it. And it was all, um, crowdfunded. So the backstory I think they, they were setting it up. They wanted to have this mini series and uh, they set the record by like almost double of the previous record holder for crowdfunding. I think they raised like 11 million for season one. Wow. I think Veronica Mars was, had the record before at like 5 million. So they, they doubled that. I didn't even know Veronica Mars was even a crowdfunding I didn't show. either. Yeah. Uh, that's still, in, still intriguing that they were able to set the record. Yeah. Yeah. Just out of, out of complete nowhere. And, um, and it's, I think it's just done beautifully. So I, I binged it. I was on the road. I was in a hotel, watched it all on my phone because you couldn't really stream it to a TV at sure. that point in time. It was like, you either had your iPad or you had your phone to watch it. So I'm sitting on here and what is this? Like a four inch screen, <laughs> you know, just watching the chosen and just really fell in love with it. And what's interesting is I, I, and I think what I can appreciate about it the most is the stuff that's in the Bible, they, they quote word for word, uh, whatever version they're following. I think it's probably NIV, if I was to guess, maybe okay. ESV. But then they, they do some filler, so they kind of let your mind imagine along the way, like, okay, well, what, what were the disciples dealing with at that point in time? Like, for those of you that don't know, Peter had a wife. A lot of people actually don't know that. And uh, it actually shows their relationship in the first couple of episodes. And it shows his relationship with his brother Andrew, and it shows you know Matthew's relationship, and a lot of that stuff is is subject to imagination. But I just think it's really cool how they captured it and turned it into. Obviously, it's it's the stuff in there is real, but then there's also stuff that kind of leaves room for interpretation and imagination. Sure, no, I I, I totally concur. I I haven't got the finish. I know the first season. I know there's now two seasons out, or they're going through the second season yep. currently. Uh, but you, you're spot on for that. And, you know, I love, even the first episode, it does make aware that, you know, there is some, uh, I would say, artistic liberties taken with, sure. within it. Because if you if you read the Bible at all, obviously, you don't know necessarily what happens between point A and point B. Yeah, you know, and right. you don't know, always know the context of it. Not context, but what's happening in the background? What's happening? Yeah. What kind of conversations are taking place? What's so, the dialogue? Yeah. Sure, exactly. Yep. And so... I think they do a good job of kind of setting that up. And obviously this is just their, their thoughts on what this could be uh, and just kind of the storyline and why there might be certain aggravations within that. Yeah. But I think some of the, the best things that you get to see is um, 
it, it kind of creates some new ideas. For one, for example, let's talk about Matthew. Mm. So mm. Matthew is obviously a, a tax collector, which yep. some people probably have realized. Some people, most people probably haven't. Um, he's obviously going to be younger. Uh, I mean, all of the disciples would be younger. Yeah. Um, but he's hated. I mean, oh, he's, yeah. I mean, he's hated. I mean, if you knew anything, um, you know, tax collectors. And so you see that play out mm-hmm. of just how he's he's hated. And then one of the things they kind of take the artistic liberty on is um, just that he's a little bit. Um, he's very, on. He's on the spectrum. He's he's on the spectrum in terms yeah. of he just he's keenly aware of everything yeah. around. He's very observant, and in, in, in that. And so they they definitely play that up a little bit. Mm-hmm. But that would fit for the sake of for Matthew. And sure. I think that's getting to see that. And I think. Some of those other situations where we we kind of see the short temperedness of Peter. Yeah. Oh yeah. Maybe some of the things that he was probably going through, especially you know we talked about the wife. Yeah. Um, and just all that regards, and there's moments where you know he's obviously, and at least in the first season so far, I've seen like at one point Jesus is like you know, you know you kind of lets him go back to take care of his family real quick, the to go take care of something yeah. in that regard and come back. Um, not that that it's ever actually happens within. The Bible, yeah, but scripture. it would be interesting because me and Daniel talked about this. Not everything is. Uh, there's some things that aren't always taken into account, um, and so you got to think. Well, were all twelve disciples there at all mm. steps of it? Yeah, um, because not all disciples were there. Maybe, right. and we talked about. I think was Judas. Yeah, you know, we were asking when does Judas come into play? Yeah, it hasn't you know? even been introduced yet. And, yeah. and at least in the show, he hasn't been introduced yet. So that that would be very curious to think about. Is when do Certain characters, like even the case of Matthew, because in the first season, if you're watching, um, not that I want to spoil it, but you know, Matthew's just he's just observing. He's not even really part of the group yet, at least where yeah. I'm at. So, yeah. and I'm almost done with the first season. So, right. that right. would be interesting to see how that how that actually was during biblical times in that regard. Yeah, and, and I think they they do a really good job of you can tell they do, they've done their research. Yeah, and I think I've done a little bit of digging too, and they they have like these. New Testament and Old Testament chronologers, chronologers, I think that's the word. They are basically like, this is what it was like back then. This is what the times would have been like. This is how people dress. This is the customs. This is the culture and so forth like that. And I think you hit it right on the head about Matthew. I mean, tax collectors were the most hated people in the Jewish culture back then, right? Because they were basically a... um, a sellout. A sellout. Yes. Yeah, they were. They, they betrayed yeah. their Jewish culture by essentially buying a franchise to tax yes. their own people. D- their own people. Yeah, and I think you see the friction between Peter and Andrew, even uh, James and John, with Matthew because Matthew's a Jew, and that was like unheard of. Mm-hmm. It's like you don't sell out your own people and go work for the Romans. So yeah, they just constant, constant friction. And it had to have been like that because just because they were disciples, it doesn't mean that they were perfect. Sure. And I think that's what's really cool about the show too. You get to kind of see like the bickering that goes on yeah. between them. The, and, the possible dynamics that yeah. could have very well, which I think, I think especially, yeah, as you said, Peter and Andrew and Matthew, their dynamics, and you see it in the show and I'm like, yeah, that's, that's got to that's gotta have happened. That's yeah. surely that it had to happen. Yeah, and I think it's cool. Like, you know, you see all these quotes and you see... You know, people reviewing this show, and you know, one of the biggest things for for non-believers, we'll call it, is the hang-up of, well, hey, if I can't see it, I can't believe it. I'm definitely not saying that this show is is seen, but it brings the Bible to life, which I think is really really cool, because you know, you have your mind's eye when you are reading the Bible, but then when you actually see it on a show, and like be like, wow, that's 
that's how that must have went. You know, like when he heals the leper, when he heals the paralytic, you're like, oh yeah, some guys climbed up on a roof and then they, they tore a hole in the roof and they lowered him. And it's like, okay, that's easy to read. But then to actually see it, you're like, wow. Like if that's what it was like, that's crazy. You sure. know, like how desperate they were to save their friend or the leper, you know, back then, you know, you couldn't get within like 400 feet of one. And it was a leper's duty to yell out like, yo, I'm a leper. Don't come any closer. And then that guy risks it all to get in front of Jesus because he knew he could heal him. You, you read it and you're like, oh, wow, that's a cool story. And then you see it and you're like, wow, that's how that went. I just love it. Like, by far my favorite show. I, I couldn't agree with you more. I think getting to see some of these things play out. Mm-hmm. And it, I think it's very easy in the Bible when we read it, you know, especially if when it comes to disciples. It's, you know, how do they not understand certain concepts? Mm, yeah. You know, yeah. We, we, we have the advantage. We, we get to have, well, for most of us, we get to, when we read the Bible, we we have an understanding of like, how do they not understand this concept? Yeah. He's going to yeah. die and he's going to be resurrected. He yep. wasn't this warrior leader, you yeah. know, kind of mentality that they think he is. But when you're watching the show, you're like, even though it's being presented in this way, you're having an understanding like, ah, no wonder this would be a possibility of why they, they had this mindset in this yeah. regard of, of that. Um, Cause that would fit this particular culture and this particular reason. Even the, yeah. you know, I've always thought it was interesting of like, the, the Sadducees and the Pharisees, you know, these were just they were just evil people. Yeah, right, right, you know? right. Yeah. But then I see some of the mentality of just sometimes they were just like, well, why would you not want to follow the law or you yeah. know, kind of like that's all we've been taught. You know, yeah. they they, they think they were raised. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing else past that. They think that's right. the end. And so, you know, not to say that we should sympathize truly with them, but there's is a sense of, oh, like, you know, how easy could we be the Sadducees, the Pharisees? Yeah. Or, or or whatever you know whatever role that we would say that we've we partake in it right i think we could very easily be one of those people yeah have you okay have you guys gotten to the episode with nicodemus yet well nicodemus has quite a few um well where the the, the secret meeting between oh no no no, 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 no okay yeah. okay yeah. so that, we won't that, go there that was the setup of the last episode okay yeah. okay we won't go there because there's a lot of spoilers but i love the guy who plays jesus because i when i see it i'm like that's how I imagine he was like. Mm-hmm. You know, he was witty. You know, I think people like read him and they're like, man, this guy's dry. You know, I, he had a sense of humor. Yeah. But. The in the show, one of the things they do is, if you know anything, one of the biggest stories is uh, Peter. He fishes all night. He can't catch oh, any fish. Yes. yes. And then uh, the next morning, he's tired and. Basically, eventually, Jesus tells him, that, you know, hey, why don't you just throw your nets in on the other side of the boat? <laughs> yeah. And Peter's like. Kind of like, okay, you know, for you, I guess I will, you know, yeah, kind of mentality. Yeah, yeah. And throws it. And in the show, they, this is kind of played up a little bit. But Peter throws and he's like, hmm. Like, yeah. like, look, I just did it. And then Jesus does the same thing. Like, hmm. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the <laughs> yeah. nets are completely full. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I bet that's exactly, you know, I could see that going. That's oh, yeah, exactly absolutely. how yeah. Jesus. And they do other things they show of because obviously they have to have some filler. But, yeah. you know, one of the examples is... Um, the the child there's a children's episode ah yes where children uh, meet Jesus before Jesus has kind of really begun to kind of yeah. start his ministry and so there's some interactions there of how he's teaching the little children yeah uh, which they do an excellent job I think it's very simplified and that's the point that's what Jesus was yeah. doing was he was presenting in a simplified way and still people didn't get it. Uh, adults never got it later on uh, but some of the characters of Jesus like and for example 
when he's praying to his father, he's keenly aware of what's going on around mm-hmm. him, mm-hmm. even to the point that even when some children are hiding off the distance, he kind of he kind of knows they're there. And we see those eight attributes later on, where you know when it talks about uh, the reading of the Pharisee's mind, yeah. I think it's in the the, the healing of the uh, paralytic. Yeah, right. he reads the so it's just kind of that mindset that we see his characteristics kind of in play. Yeah, um, yep, and just imaginative in that way. And what's interesting is their entire motive for starting the show is obviously to, to share the gospel. And I think they're up to like a hundred million views, and their goal is a billion, which is like wow, that is a lofty goal. <laughs> I, I hope. I mean, I hope. Oh, yeah. they, I they, hope they, it does. They get that, and I will say if if you're looking for, I know Daniel made mention that it used to be an app. It still is. Still is. Yeah. You can download the app. Um, you don't have to pay for it. They actually have, um, there's people who've already paid for you. Yeah, yep. If you want to watch it that way. I, I know for me, I actually found it, if you have the app Peacock, which is like mm, NBC's mm-hmm. version, Yep. Um, they have the whole first season on there as well. Yeah. I'm not sure if there's anywhere else. You can, when you download it on your phone, you can like hook it up to, if you have like a uh, Roku or an Amazon Fire, yes. you can sync it yeah. through your TV a- that way. Apple TV, yeah. Yeah, I think, I which think, is really cool. I think they've hit all the big ones. So Fire Stick, Roku, yeah. um, uh, there's a couple other ones that I was going to mention, but I can't think of them now. And it's really cool. It's really exciting because I know they want to do like five or six seasons. At least that's what they're planning on doing. They have enough content. <laughs> they definitely have enough content. But I'm really excited for like the Walking on Water episode, whenever mm-hmm. that happens. Obviously, very excited for the Transfiguration, uh, and then I, I mean, I'll probably just be crying the entire time during the Crucifixion because that's it. it makes it real, you know. Yeah. It makes it real, and it, I don't know if you've had this, but there's some tear jerking moments oh, in sure. the show. Oh yeah, well, the very first episode when you when you're introduced to, to I'm gonna spoil. I'm gonna, well, I won't spoil, but you're introduced to this particular character, and then you just see kind of her what, what she's going through oh, and things yes. of that nature, and yes. then eventually. Yeah. How she's, I guess, redeemed at the yeah. end of it, and so, kind of all that stuff. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Yeah, um, I'm curious to see. You know, obviously they're gonna do five or six seasons. Would they continue it on and kind of build up a little bit more of the New Testament? I mean, with with Paul, with you know, going forward. I would love it. Oh, I'd love that. Um, yeah, I think that I think that'd be interesting. I, I don't know how much, how much more you would do after that. You know, yeah. after. Um, but I think I think it would, I think it would be an excellent series. I do love that they crowdfunded, so they don't have to mm-hmm. answer necessarily to anybody, to anybody yeah. other than themselves. Which you know, which is good in certain ways. It's good for them, right? Um, right. Uh, now I didn't know. Find out. Do you know where they've been filming? So I know that they were filming in Utah yes. and Texas. Oh, okay. I didn't know Texas. Yeah, so yeah. Texas. Those were the two big ones that I knew. They built like an entire set in Utah to basically mimic this yes but yeah. most of season two has been in texas yeah so if we ever want to visit israel we just go to utah that's oh yeah that's what i'm getting at <laughs> so no 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 but yeah no, i know they've been filming here which which is at first i wouldn't have recognized it no uh based on some of the some of the shots and the scenes that they've they've yeah. done yeah. but no definitely definitely an excellent uh, well-watched show oh yeah highly recommend uh, it i'll definitely keep keep watching um to say the least. To say the least, yeah. <laughs> um, has there been any particular episode or any particular thing that just is like, I don't know, maybe just like mm. reinforced maybe your thoughts on something or kind of driven your faith closer? I yeah, I think um, 
I don't want to get into episode or season two because my favorite episode by far has been episode one of season two. So I won't go into that. I think um, when he calls Matthew from the booth, which you guys will be coming up on that yeah. soon, and I show that. In yeah, class. I've seen I've seen that clip before. Yeah, it's a very powerful clip because you know again Matthew's this tax collector. He's he basically deserted his family. He's obviously very smart. He's very wealthy, extremely wealthy for his young age. He's probably set up for the rest of his life. You know, he's got a Roman guard watching over him. Like he's protected, right? He's got no worries in the in the whole world, right? He's got everything that you could possibly want, but the only thing he doesn't have is friends, right? He doesn't yeah. he doesn't have companionship. Um, and again, I, I that's the extent that I know about a tax collector's life. But it's just this really cool scene when. Jesus just kind of walking through the market. Um, the other disciples are there, the ones that he's recruited at that point in time. He just, you know, stops and just looks over and is like, Matthew. <laughs> Matthew's like, what? Like, you can just see it on his face. He's like, whoa, what? And he's like, Matthew, son of Alphaeus, follow me. And that's all he says, you know? Mm-hmm. And of course, Matthew is like, me? Like, me? You want me to follow you? She's like, yes, you. You know, come out and follow me. And he just drops everything. Even the Roman guard in that scene is like, what are you doing? Like, you know you can't come back from this. And I like that scene so much because I guess I think about in my life, um, when when you know, when I got saved, um, I I didn't second guess it. You know, I wasn't <laughs> like, Oh, but is this real? I don't know if this is real. Like this seems really far fetched. Because, uh, I mean, when we just get down to the nuts and bolts of the Bible, there's a lot of stuff in there where you're like, Wow, like Dude gets swallowed by a fish, you know? There's a huge flood with a big arc, you know? Just a lot of stuff that you're like, it's hard to get buy-in sometimes, right? Sure. But that comes, that's, that's where faith plays like the biggest role. Uh, but that scene is just beautiful to me because he does. He like just, he's like, okay, I'm leaving all of these worldly possessions, basically, my comfort to, to follow this guy who I really don't know a whole lot about. Because uh, we don't know to the extent how many miracles has Matthew witnessed. Uh, we just know that Jesus called him and he answered. Could have said no. Yeah. Easily could have said no. But uh, he says yes and just leaves it all behind. And I just think that that really captures what what we even go through today, right? It's, it's, it's an invitation that you either get to say yes or no to. And if you say yes, it's like, hey, like you might not see it right then and there, but what's coming ahead of you is is, is nothing but amazing. And if you say no, it's like, okay, well, I guess I'm just for the world then. And I'm just going to keep on living this way. Yeah. Uh, I don't mean to get <laughs> gloomy when I say that, but it's true. That's no, the truth. I, I, th- I think, I think that's, that's so, I think that's ideal. I think that's what it, that's what it looks like. I think yeah. uh, we talk about, when we talk about running the race. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, one, I think it's one of the easiest things we can do to start. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, we either you you do or you don't. That's mm-hmm. it. That's that's mm-hmm. all there is. Um, but then I think the journey of you running the race, uh, and we've talked about this before, is it, sometimes there's there's hard moments. Obviously, oh, if, yeah. if if you have done any long distance running, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna preface this. I have not done any long distance running. I'm not a runner uh, by any means. Um, my long distance running is half a mile. Like that yeah. that'd be my long okay mile long. That's my long distance running, but. Sure. There's a point where when you start the race, you, it's you know there's there's a sense of I, I got all this passion, I got all this energy, and I'm gonna 
head and I know I'm following the Lord. Yeah. But then I think you get into the race. And so correct me if I'm wrong. I think there's moments where you get you know, halfway through or maybe the first third, whatever it is. And you start hitting those obstacles or, you know, there's that sense of you lose that steam almost. Mm. And you start to, I would say question. I think that's, yeah. that's where faith really becomes a, a integral part of, you know, am I doing this for myself or if I'm doing this, is this being done for the Lord? Yeah. Kind of mentality. No, absolutely. And you start to get pains, right? Yeah. Your knees hurt, your feet hurt, right? Like, you know, using that running analogy and there's maybe bumps along the road that you don't see coming. Yeah. And your, your, uh, your shoes fall off or yeah. break or whatever it might yeah, be. Whatever it might be. You get hit by a car. Who knows? You know, <laughs> there's just a bunch of stuff that can get thrown at you, but I love that analogy. Uh, that you just said, but but what about for you? I mean, thus far, you're six episodes in. I mean, has there been one single scene that has really stuck out? Um, I, honestly, I, I think it's for me, it's more of Matthew's just observation. Mm. Mm-hmm. He he's he's seeing it and he's trying to understand it. Yeah. Um, and he's 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 kind of for 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 what I've been seeing, he's kind of been more off in the distance. He's mm-hmm. he's trying to be aware. He just wants to know more. Yeah, and I think how many times, especially as as a, maybe some non Christians, like, what is Christianity all about? Yeah. and so you kind of see it, and certain things don't make sense. Yeah, but you know there's something different about it. Right. You know, and I think the same way with Matthew, where he's like, I know I don't I don't understand this, but I know there's something different. I know there's something different about this man, yeah. and, and the way he acts, and the way he just teaches, and so I want to know him more, and I yeah. think. That's where I kind of resonate of wanting to know him more. Yeah. Because there's still moments where I feel like I, I don't understand this. I oh, don't sure, understand yeah. what this is supposed to be. I know I'm supposed to trust you, and that's and that's where I'm going to end up. That's all I can. That's all yeah. I have faith in is I'm, I know you're going to lead me in the right direction, and that's all I can do. And I think what you said there, too, brings it really full circle because you mentioned before like some of the disciples – how yeah the show has all this like filling in dialogue and stuff like that and we read in the bible we're like oh man i can't believe they did that or man i can't believe they didn't have stronger faith but when you take a step back and you realize like what they were raised on they were raised to expect hey the messiah is going to come and he's going to he's going to take down rome mm. you know he's going to be the ruler you know he's going to give us justice uh he's going to free us basically right and what they got was the complete opposite. So even their expectations based on how they were raised and what they were taught uh, was completely off from what they actually got. But what they got was mm. so much better. It just took them a while to realize it. I know you mentioned Nicodemus. Mm-hmm. And where I'm at, if you're watching the show, Nicodemus, um, if you don't know who Nicodemus first off, Nicodemus is uh, a great teacher. He's a Pharisee. Yeah. Um, one of uh, one of the leaders of the Pharisees, elder Pharisee, yeah, yeah, higher up, and so he's seeing in the show he's seeing these things, kind of these miracles taking place, and just he's hearing things, um, and kind of talking to John the Baptist in the show and things of that nature, and he's seeing these things and he's trying to, at first he's trying to see how his world and this new world, this new thinking, kind of. Can, can coexist almost. Sure. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, obviously, I think what's going to lead into is they can't. Obviously, yeah. 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 There, there's going to be a significant change, and obviously, we, if you know anything about Nicodemus, there's this change, and yeah. so, um, so I think that's so intriguing to see how he's, 
he's not even really witnessing. I think this last episode was the first witness, the first witnessing of a miracle for yeah. him in his particular example. Which I don't know if Nicodemus was actually at. Right. Uh, yeah. That's just, just that's yeah. just a creative design yeah. choice, which I think is excellent. Yeah. Uh, but even if he wasn't, it's just his change and his thought process. And so that that just makes me wonder even more so. I'm like, how many other people, you know, like I, I would be very intrigued to see um, the, the the guard, the centurion oh, at the yes. end. I'm wondering yeah. if that's going to be connected anywhere, if they're yeah. going to make that connection, mm. that it could be a previous guard. If not, it's fine too. Sure. It's just, And in fact, it'd probably be even more amazing if it's just a, a guard yeah, at the just end. Yeah, just a random guy. Just yeah. a random guy who's yeah. just has this change but just all these thought patterns that we can think of and yeah. see and so I, i'm very excited uh, and i'm not going to take uh, I, I do want a preference i know for both of us like these are these are obviously artistic liberties that they're taking and yes. i'm not going to take yeah. it into like but it does give me the idea to think this would be a ideal like this is how i could see it playing out yes and there's yep. context for how this plays out yeah, and the, and I like that the show creator um, Dallas Jenkins is very open about that too. As yeah. in, like, hey guys, we're getting a little artsy with this, but we're sticking to the word. Yeah. So the stuff that's in the word, we're not touching that because we don't need to, and we shouldn't anyway. Yeah. Um, but everything else is like fillers. Yes. And they're they're kind of letting it, um, just running with it basically. But um, I love how you brought up faith because uh, my understanding is our our pastor, I, I unfortunately wasn't able to be in church. Uh, yesterday, but had a great lesson on faith. Can you kind of give us a high level of that? Sure. So, uh, so the biggest thing is, I think when it comes to faith, is we have a lot of times, I think, faith in everything but God. Mm. Uh, whether mm. that's, you know, we heard this worldly faith of like, have faith in yourselves. You know, every Disney movie ever, you know, it's like, you know, believe, <laughs> if you believe in oh, yourself. Yes. And while that's not necessarily a bad thing, that isn't that isn't what faith is. That's not right. that's not the, the, the godly faith. Um, or I think this is the category I fall into very easily is faith in the completion of actions. Oh, sure. Yeah. Which is you know, uh, for example, hey, I, I I don't think I'm gonna make it with my payments this month, mm. and I'm I believe in God based on the completion of the actions of oh, that He'll sure, provide yeah. the money. Yeah. Instead of no, I'm just I'm just gonna believe in God. Yeah, and and, and that's all I'm gonna do. And so that's kind of the, the menta- one of mentalities, mm-hmm. and I think what it leads into, and for some, and then on the flip side, is a lot of us when we go to the Lord and we see the Lord, we don't we don't go to Him with an ad- attitude of you know God will you. Mm-hmm. Um, we almost kind of question if He can even do it, and yeah. we say God can you? Can you? Yeah. And yeah. and that our response is no. He he definitely can. Yeah. He, he can definitely do this. Let's ask him, will you? Yeah. Um, and so that's where we kind of ended yesterday on faith. And so that's actually where I have been the last 48 hours is thinking about, okay, God, will you do this in my mm-hmm. life? Mm-hmm. Um, and for the kind of follow-up, and I, and I think we're going to go here this next week, or maybe it'll get brought up. Uh, for some of the Christians you're listening now, or maybe even some non-Christians listening now, or obviously you say, well, what if God says no? Mm, yes. Um, which is a very real thing that can happen. Absolutely. I don't uh, don't think it can't be. Uh, and I go to something that uh, Matt Chandler once said. He said, um, "Do we do we ask for miracles? Yes. Mm. Does you know if God says no, then you know what we say? God is still good. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's how we approach it. If you know if it doesn't happen, then it doesn't happen, and God is still good in that. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, he still knows best. He still knows the best way. And that I'm gonna I'll, I'll I'm gonna admit I wrestled with that. Yeah. Because how can that be? How can this be good if it doesn't? You know, whatever it might be, whatever you know, if if you have cancer. Yeah. Um, you know, and you pray that God, God, will you take this cancer away from me? Yeah. There's a possibility that 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 God does not answer in that way and, and is no. Yeah. He does not. Um, but God is still good. You know, I I wasn't going to bring this up on here, but I, I think maybe just the way the conversation's going is is pretty appropriate. So this is like very near and dear to me as of, as of right now because last week, um, basically, yeah, just to be pretty dry about my sister almost died. Mm-hmm. And... Um, you know, my sister's had non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. She's had it for three years now. And just just recently, just a lot of these crazy complications have happened. But basically, she was in um, she's in the hospital. Uh, she went through a couple of surgeries that basically the doctors were just like, hey, I don't know if she's coming out on the other end. And um, you, I think you really understand more about yourself as in where your walk is and how your prayer life is when tragedies strike, right? Because... I'd, li- I'd like to say that five years ago, my prayers would have been that, like, God, hey, 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 I need you. I need you to heal her. Like, I need you to, to like, take care of this for me. And it's that genie in the bottle, yeah. you know, mentality. Uh, I found myself, and I, I, I hope this does not come off as me pat myself on the back, but my prayer this past week was, you know, God, if it be in your will to heal her, then please do so. But if you're calling her home, that's okay. And uh, I got this text message from a friend, and this this oh, helped me so much. And you sent me great text messages as well, Ben. But um, it says, my heart breaks for you and your family. You know he is the faithful one. I believe with my heart, if God calls her home, it is because he has seen all of her pain, all of her suffering, and he has said enough. His mercies are far beyond our understanding. And I was like, wow, I can just imagine God looking down on this because we have this misconception of when the going gets tough that we're being punished or Mm. hey like this was all part of god's plan and it's really silly when you just kind of boil it down to like no 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 that's not how this goes like you don't sin and then get cancer that's not how this works um but i i like to imagine when he sees us in our uh darkest hours that that he he intervenes and is like i'm done with this i'm calling him home you know, um, at least that, that, that gave me a lot of comfort. Um, but I mean, we got to kind of see him work, which was just the most amazing thing about last week, but it was not the expectation of, Oh, he better do this or my faith will be shaken. It was, if it's her time, it's her time. I know where she's going to be. Yeah. Let me ask you, um, I'm going to ask you this question because I, there might be some, some, uh, obviously listeners out there. Um, uh, I think more non-Christians probably would have this question of, hmm. you know, what what makes you think that it's in her, her best interest? Like, for example, wouldn't you think that it's in her best interest for God to, to heal her? Why, yeah. why does he allow that to happen then? Because yeah. that, that's the mindset is, you know, if God was a good God, then why would he allow this to happen kind of mentality? Sure. Yeah. What, what would you say to that? It's such a hard question to answer. It really is because, for one, I don't have the answer. Mm. Um, n- n- neither one of us do, right? Um, I think he allows it to happen to draw us closer. 
and I just think about Job. And, you know, anybody who's read Job, uh, read it when you're having a great day. <laughs> you know, like, don't read it when you're having a bad day. Uh, but, you know, Satan basically says, hey, God, like, your servant Job, what's, what's he all about? Like, is it, is it cool for me to tempt him? In those words, right? That's Daniel's version. And God's like, sure, have at it, you know? Um, so he allows it, uh, which is really hard for us to grasp. I think that's the hardest thing for us to grasp as Christians is he just, he allows it. Um, but I like to believe that it is his way of drawing us closer. Not to test us, not to see like, oh, how strong is his faith? But I do think that our faith gets stronger in those moments. Sure. I guess I, I can reflect on my own life. Like if I just had this cush life for my 34 years, almost 35 now, um, would my faith be as strong as it is? Probably not. Because yeah. I would just have this expectation of, oh, God's going to come through. It's no big deal. I think about all of the, the people that we might know who our mentors might be and just mm. think about um, some of them has some very interesting life experiences. Yeah. Um, and to think about the reason that their faith is where it is now. And I think I think you're spot on when you say like it does it provides this um, refinement of yeah. of our faith and so when people go through those struggles when people go through those moments uh, and then they come out the other side they can literally go around to the next person they can share this testimony they can share this experience this wisdom that that was given to them in this yeah. regard and pass it on to the to the next generation or, or whoever it might be or maybe when you hit that next season uh, I mean we can walk through that. I know something uh, thinking about it is, um, you know, that phrase, God is good all the time, all the mm. time. God's good. Mm. Um, and I think it's one of the hardest things when you're in a hard season, mm. you know, that phrase, you can say that phrase all day long, but sometimes it's almost like you're just saying it and that's it. That's all yes. it is. And yeah. I, to reflect back on those previous moments, almost of just like, no, he walked me through this. Yeah. And he'll walk me through this. Yeah. Um, and it might not look the way we expect it to. Uh, I think that's one of the biggest things is we always have our preconceived notions, mm. what it what it should look like. But man, I'm grateful that he knows best because there's some things that I'm like, oh, if I had done it this way, it would have turned <laughs> oh. out way worse. Yeah. And yeah. in the moment, I thought it would have been way better. But sure, yeah. Uh, I'm glad it just didn't turn out that way. Well, another point too that we fail to forget a lot is, is we think that, well, you know, why is he putting me through this? It's like, well, he put his son through this. Why do we expect anything less, like anything different yeah. to be treated any less than what his son was treated? Yeah. And then, and then another great example is Paul. I, I think you, you read Paul and you, you, it's, it's almost comical at times, especially when he's like, I've been shipwrecked like four times. I've been beaten. I've been stoned twice. Um, all this kind of stuff. And he rattles off this laundry list of just crap that's happened to him. But he gets stronger every single time until the end. You know? And and he's the one who coined that. You know, I, I want to finish the race strong. You know? I want to run the race and finish it. And um, and boy, that's what we strive to do. Like it, And that's hard. It yeah. is hard. But, yeah. Uh, kind of wrapping up here. I think, you know, we talked about The Chosen and, and you know, the six seasons in it. Um, and I, I just thought about this now. I would be intrigued to see if they kind of wrap up maybe that final season um, with how, unfortunately, most of the disciples uh, passed. Mm. I mean, obviously, they were all yeah. 
essentially tortured, you know, yeah. not terrible deaths, yes. not good deaths at all. Yeah. Um, Even and Paul. Just, yeah. And just kind of those final moments and the mentalities of that and just kind of seeing that. And so just because, you know, they still finished the race. Oh, yes. And they finished yeah. it well. At least I would hope for all of them. I think all of them, I don't think there's anything that contradicts that, but yeah. just that regard. And so, um, but yeah, I think it's, there is those moments we have hard times. And if, you know, anyone's going through it, one, we love to pray with you. Yeah. We'd love to talk to mm-hmm. you. Um, if you're looking for, obviously, uh, we would highly recommend, you know, if you're looking for a show to watch um, or you want to know more about just kind of Christian faith, you know, I'm going to say watch The Chosen. I, I'm also going to say, hey, pick up a Bible. If you yes. want a Bible, yeah. let us know. Pick up we, a Bible first. Yes. Pick up a Bible first. <laughs> uh, um, you know, we definitely would love for you to do that, you yeah. know. You know, but both those things I think would be excellent to kind of to kind of share the gospel with you. And, and you know, if you need a Bible, let it, me and Daniel know. We oh, will yeah. be more than happy yeah. to to get you one. Um, there's also digital mm-hmm. apps that have Bibles, so don't feel like there's the Bible app. There's the Bible app, so yeah. you know, it's free. Yeah, one of the good things that I know I'm doing is when I watch the Children's Show, I'm actually pulling up the Bible app to see what mm. what they're doing, kind of how they compare it. So yeah. just some just some stuff you can you can do alongside. So yeah. Um, and if you can't tell, we're, we're extremely passionate about talking about this. So uh, if you have questions, don't be intimidated. We're just regular Joes. just yeah. like talking about this stuff. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we would love to talk to you guys. Feel free to uh, to email us, uh, two guys, a pizza, yeah, two guys, a pizza, and a podcast at gmail.com. Yep. Some days, maybe one day we'll shorten that email, <laughs> make it a little maybe. bit easier. Just use acronym, you know. Yeah, just acronym. Or we have Facebook. If you guys are on yeah. our Facebook, uh, yeah. that's another way to, to contact us. But we love you guys. Um, we are here for you guys. If anything you guys need, um, anything, anything else, Daniel? Well, I guess it's probably important to note we we got what two episodes left before we're going to take a little little. Uh, what, what are we calling it? Uh, Hiatus. Um, what's what's the? Oh, I'm having a brain fart here. The pastor term it's sabbatical. Sabbatical. Yeah, okay. yeah. Oh, definitely. We'll, we'll we'll call it. That might be a little bit. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Is that sacrilegious? I, I think say, it might be. Yeah. I was say, I was a little bit... We'll just call it hiatus. Yeah, we'll, call it, we'll call it a summer breather. Summer breather. But yeah, we have either, uh, I'd say, one or two episodes left. Yeah. We have to look at our calendar. We're not looking at it right now, obviously. No, no. Um, We'll yeah. wrap up and we'll take a break. But yep. we love you guys and we'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you, guys.